Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Yandra Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, if you're an OG listener, y'all know the vibes. Okay, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey. What's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. My loves, I am back for my break. I'm super excited to be back here sitting down in the office, getting comfy, spilling tea on the mic. Girl, listen, okay, we got a lot to catch up on. We have a lot to talk about. I feel like, well, first of all, first of all, I originally planned to return to the podcast in August. I wanted to come back. I think I said like early to mid-August, do like the August energy report, just come back when I one had you know finished moving two had a couple days to like settle in unpack that kind of thing and then get back to recording but girl when i realized venus was going retrograde and we hadn't talked about it because we didn't do our july entry report i said oh baby we gonna have to do a whole episode on this because we got some stuff to talk about so that is why i'm back earlier than august and also i just like miss y'all i miss sitting down and miss chatting there's so much going on and i'm like y'all know when you haven't seen your friend in a minute and y'all got so much to tell her and you're like oh my god girl listen when we catch up like when we go out to coffee or when we go out to lunch it's supposed to be a whole vibe because baby, I got some stuff to fill you in on. That's how I feel right now. Like I'm literally bursting with the amount of things that we have to catch up on and have to talk about. So I was like, if I wait until mid, like August, like early mid August, I'm literally just going to burst. Like that's just, that's just going to be it. Before we dive into Venus retrograde and all the other things that are going on, I want to let you guys know that I am officially starting to plan for the second ever Manifest Daily group trip. So if you've been listening for a while, you've probably heard me talk about our first group trip. We're going to Bali. We're going in May next year. I'm super excited for that one. Two of my best friends are coming on that trip. It's going to be after my birthday, after one of my best friend's birthdays. So we're kind of using it as like a post-birthday turn-up celebration vibes. Like it is just going to be amazing. If you are interested, if you want to come to Bali, if it's been on your bucket list and you're like, I don't want to go by myself or I don't know who to go with, or you just kind of been trying to find the right time to go if you have may open on your calendar and you have bali as a destination please click the link in the show notes because there are still some spots open right now we have a good solid like small group of people that are going so it's gonna be super intimate super chill super fun super cool but of course more are welcome so if it's something that feels aligned to you and you want to explore at least learn more click the link in my bio or the show notes not my bio <laughs> click the link in my show notes for that but our second ever trip, we are going to Spain and we're going September of next year. So we're going from September 18th to September 24th, 24th, 24 <laughs> in 2024. And we are going to Southern Spain. I'm super, super, super excited for this one because as y'all know, I'm going to Europe for the first time in October. And I remember like actually booking the tickets with one of my best friends for this trip we're going for a month and that was just surreal because I've always wanted to go to Europe and I don't know about like y'all if you're in a similar situation but I just like before working at the company I do now and having a, a chance to actually travel domestically a bit more and get used to the process of traveling and kind of demystify it and also make it less scary like the thought of going to Europe was always something that intrigued me but something I was so 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 terrified of doing especially by myself and I didn't necessarily have like you know how like when you want to go somewhere and like you want to go with a friend but the schedules never line up and you're like oh I don't want to have to keep like waiting on people but I want to do it by myself and I'm scared to do it by myself it's one of those things so Having a friend who was able to book a trip with me like this and book it for the same amount of time, like we're leaving the same day, we're coming back the same day, even though she lives in Canada, we're still traveling and going all around Europe together. That was such a surreal, like full circle moment that, you know, younger me, teenage me, just even like early 20s me would be so, so proud and so in awe of where I am. And so this trip to Spain is kind of me building on that. Um, I wanted to do a trip to Spain for anyone that has had Europe on their bucket list, specifically Spain on their bucket list and was in a similar position as myself where maybe you want to go. You don't really, you know, have friends you can go with or their schedules don't line up and you don't really want to go by yourself but you kind of want to have an opportunity to go and explore you don't want to feel held back this trip is perfect for you um i'm doing it with the same company i did it with before so all of the same rules apply and rules 
sounds so strict but the same things apply essentially you can book this trip and you only have to put down a 25 percent deposit to secure your spot and you can take your time and pay for this trip over the next year i am purposely planning these trips pretty far out in advance because i want people to be able to like actually sit on it and think about it see if it feels aligned and i also want to make sure that you can work it out financially i know what it's like to want to travel to want to go somewhere to be invited to a thing but it's so last minute that you can't get your money together and you're just annoyed and sad and frustrated that you're missing out so with these opportunities i'm trying to basically put them at least a year out or a couple months out so that you have the time to sit with it you have the time to put the 25 percent deposit down if you want to travel with me and come with the rest of the manifested community and you have time to literally make payment installments in your own time and on your own schedule so that you're able to travel and that whole financial burden isn't necessarily holding you back from doing something that you want to do so if you're interested in learning more about this trip, I will have a link down below. Um, the trip is actually launching. So it's going like on sale, if you will, on September, not September, on July 17th. So funny enough, actually, yeah, this episode is going to go out on July 18th. So when you guys are listening to this episode, the trip has gone live. So click the link in the show notes. You will be taken to the page that gives you all of the details for the itinerary. This one is like much more um, activity packed than Bali we're doing a lot of walking we're doing a lot of tours we're doing a lot of like tapas things we're also going on a river cruise we're having sunset cocktail hour there are so many things and I specifically wanted the things on this itinerary because I wanted it to be something where if this is your first trip to Europe if this is your first trip to Spain or if you've been to Spain before but you haven't been to this part of Spain southern Spain and maybe you're you've never gone on like a girl's trip or you never gone on a trip with your friends I want you to be able to come on this trip have fun make friends connect with people and yeah like let's just turn up and have a good time together so again September 18th to 24th I will have the link in the show notes for y'all so you can check out the itinerary learn more oh and one last thing so pricing for this trip let me make sure I'm giving y'all the correct numbers Okay, so early bird spots are going to be $2,650. So $2,650 and regular price is going to be $2,850. So for early bird spots, I actually worked with the company to increase the number of spots to 10 spots. So basically, we have 10 early bird spots available. So if you're one of the first 10 that book, you get it for $2,650. And if you happen to come after um, the first 10 people that book and secure their spots for this trip, it's $2,850. And again, you just have to do a 25% deposit to secure your spot. So everything is in the show notes. And yeah, okay, I had to get that out of the way. Housekeeping items just want to kind of yeah. Um, other last piece of housekeeping item, housekeeping items that we're going to talk about or the last thing, the last housekeeping item that we are going to talk about is the planners because my goodness. Okay. My loves, I got the proof for the planner the other day. I literally opened up the package uh, of the planner proof and I was just in complete awe. First of all, I said this on Instagram. She is thick, okay? I knew that we put a lot of information into Splendor by we, I mean uh, myself and my designers. It became a project where over the last, like, I wanna say, six months maybe even a, a bit longer we have been working on this I've been writing copy we've been working on the design we've been going back and forth the amount of emails the amount of time spent just again so in the weeds that when I saw this thing I was just so in awe again I knew we poured so much content and information and pages into this planner but seeing it in person and seeing how thick it was it's a six-month plan I remember showing my friend on FaceTime and she goes oh my god that's so thick she's like it's a year right I was like no it's six months and so we we're both like oh my god it's so thick for six months but it's not thick in the way where it's overwhelming it's just that the daily pages instead of being one page they're like a whole spread so they're like they take up two pages so that kind of adds to the amount of pages and obviously multiply that by, by the amount of days in six months. And, and then we also have some scripting exercises in there, some goal setting exercises, reflections, monthly, weekly, all that good stuff. So it's just, oh, I... I'm so excited. I'm so excited to actually dive into all of the things that I am planning and executing in order to get this business set up. I was saying this on Instagram as well that 
you know, it's also been a, a really testing experience because I think sometimes when you're given a vision and you have this goal that you're working toward, especially if it's something that requires a lot of you, which typically it is, if you have a really big vision, you're going to be tested in terms of your faith at the very, very minimum. And then it might be something where you have to pour a lot of time into it. You may have to reevaluate your priorities. You're going to have to, or possibly pour a lot of money into it, pour a lot of energy into it. And all of those resources, you know, you can never get time back. That is that that is limited in that sense. And money, you can get money back and energy, you know, um, if you're working on a passion project, you are energized by it in some sense. But I've just been going through this process and really trying to build everything by the book brick by brick because I have started businesses before. I mean, currently this is a business, but the way everything's been structured, I've never gone about structuring a business in this way. I've typically done things, you know, as a solopreneur. And so the way that I do my taxes, the way that I budget, the way that the money flows into my bank accounts, it's, it's all been you know, pretty simple, I would say, because I've just kind of done it in this very simple way. But now, you know, I'm being called to honor the vision that is something bigger. And in doing that, I've been seeing 444 or 4444, like pretty much every single day at this point, which to me is a symbol of foundations, a symbol of strong foundations, a symbol of building something sturdy that you can build on even more over time and not necessarily going for the fast and the quick and the, you know, whatever, but going for the quality and going for something that is long lasting, something that is memorable, something that is very, very quality, high quality. And as I'm doing that, it has meant pouring a lot of time and money and energy into resources to help me build that, into hiring an attorney, into working with a trademark attorney and, a, and another attorney and accountants and just all of these different resources, the designer. Um, I actually just booked a photographer for the first time in my life to do, actually, no, that's a lie. Cause I did, um, I did a photo shoot. The, the last photo shoot I did, I think was high school for like my senior portraits, <laughs> but, um, I just booked a photographer for the brand shoots and brand photography and booked the studio for that. And so there's so, so, so much. And I think it's one of those moments where I have like times every single day where I get on a call and I'm telling, you know, a friend of mine just, is this silly? Like, am I, am I pouring so much into this thing that isn't a sure thing? And one thing I've had to remind myself is that when you are doing something new, whether that be working on a new goal of yours, bringing a new product to life, bringing a new business to life, bringing a human being to life, bringing a relationship to life, like whatever that new beginning is for you, you are going to feel fear. You are going to have moments where you just want to step back into your comfort zone because it's what you know and it's what is comfortable for you. And that's that's the tried and true, right? But you can't build anything new, anything memorable, anything, you know, destined from the place of comfort, from your comfort zone. You can't change the world from that place. You can't change yourself. You can't grow and evolve and step into your destiny from your comfort zone. You have to step beyond it. And as I'm practicing doing that and just getting comfortable feeling uncomfortable, getting comfortable in this place of discomfort, this place that I have never known before, this place where I'm doing things that I've never done before, this place where I'm challenged to really rethink what it means to, to be faithful and to lean on my knowing that I am going to be abundant, I am going to be okay. It is trying. It is so hard. There are so many things that happen as well, I think, when you're going through a period of stepping outside of your comfort zone. You will be sent lessons or at least like these tests in a way of you know I, I likened it the other day to if we say earth is school right this is earth school some people will call it that every chapter or season I should say of your life is like a grade in school and so when you're getting ready to transition to a new period of your life a new season of your life you got to take a final right you have to take a final and the final encompasses every single thing that you learned that year in school that you learned in that season in life. And if you fail the final, you know, I use the word fail loosely, 
you just repeat the grade, right? It's not it's not something to be ashamed of here. It's just basically mean that it it basically just means that you maybe didn't grasp the lessons in the way that you need to grasp them in order to be ready for that next season of life. And so you just gotta repeat some things. Maybe, you know, this means your ex is coming back and, and we're gonna get into that in a second when we get into this Venus retrograde chat. But maybe that means people coming back from the past and you have to decide, am I going to stand in my worth or am I going to allow them back into my life if they're doing the same shit, not respecting me, not coming correct, or am I going to stand up for myself, right? It can mean, am I going to take this job where I know I'm going to be undervalued because I'm just so desperate for, you know, something for money that I don't trust in the fact that I can find something better for myself, something more aligned. And as we're going through these seasons of life, we have these these finals, these tests. And so for me, I'm in this period where it feels like, okay, there, you know, I'm transitioning, I'm in the in-between, but I also have to make sure that the lessons of self-worth, the lessons of really understanding that I am abundant, that things will flow to me, understanding that I am being surrounded by help and angels and divine guides who wish nothing but the best for me, who want to help me ascend to the highest version of myself. I have to really trust that I know that like I have to actually believe that at the deepest 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 place of my being in order to pass these lessons and I will tell you when you are transitioning when you are in that place of going to another chapter you're going to feel that discomfort and you're going to sometimes struggle with those lessons but I'm just super excited because it's something I truly believe in like holding that planner in my hand and and just seeing how high quality it was. Um, if you haven't seen it, if you don't have social media and um, you're probably waiting until the, the website goes live for pre-orders or um, pre-orders go up on my website, I should say. It is this gorgeous, uh, like a pastel pink linen cover, gold foil stamps, um, high quality paper. What else do we have in there? Gold spiral metal bound. So it's one of those where, you know, again, I was going for something where you can toss it in your bag. You can bring it on the go. It's not too big it's I believe we did seven by nine and a half inches so not too big but definitely a good size thick bad girly okay she's one of those planners where people will ask you where you got her and 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 you let them know okay you let them know yeah pictures coming soon content with it coming soon I'm just super excited and for anyone that isn't in the U.S. or Canada because I believe I'm just going to start shipping in those places just to really help uh, me simplify and keep things kind of streamlined for now I will have the digital version available so you can get your hands on that for now but my loves I want to go ahead and transition into our Venus retrograde chat I'm also going to have the show notes down below so in case you or not show notes down below oh my god timestamps down below so in case you want to go back and listen to this and just skip straight to the retrograde chat and skip like this you know intro chat whatever i'll have that down below for you but let's go ahead grab some water i need to actually grab my water bottle stay hydrated my loves and let's go ahead and dive into our venus retrograde chat venus retrograde takes place from july 22nd to september 3rd 2023 there is a shadow period before and a shadow period after so if you are kind of noticing that some of these themes are really taking place and becoming a bit vibrant in your life right before um say earlier on in july or possibly later on in september just know that that's due to the shadow period Sim- similarly with mercury retrograde we'll notice there's a shadow period before and after so some people who are really really affected by mercury retrograde in their lives can notice that struggle with communication or you know all of the other things that mercury affects during the shadow period venus is going retrograde in the sign leo And when we talk about Venus retrograde, we're talking about a reconsideration of the values that have to do with the things that Venus rules. So this is essentially a time of going inward, of revisiting the past, of rethinking your values as they relate to particular things in your life. And we'll get into what those things are as we dive into the specific like rising signs and where Venus retrograde is happening in your chart. So because Venus rules our love, our money, 
aesthetics, and values, we may be rethinking how we show up in life regarding those specific things. And we may also be rethinking how we feel valued in those particular areas of our life. So making big decisions that have to do with Venus ruled matters during this time is not recommended. But similar to Mercury retrograde, I always say do what feels right to you, do what feels aligned, because I feel like there have been several times I have signed a contract during a Mercury retrograde or have done certain things that are kind of considered no-nos during Mercury retrograde that have worked out really well for me. And I just allowed my intuition to lead those specific decisions. And also on the other hand, I have times where I did things during retrogrades or Mercury retrogrades where it just, it, it wasn't a good fit. It didn't work out for me. So that being said, allow your intuition to lead, allow your kind of, you know, knowing of like yourself and knowing of your situation and, and what is best for you to lead. I know people who are proposing during this time. I know I'm also making a big change within my romantic relationship during this time. So I I am not necessarily, you know, leading those decisions with this fear-based mindset of, oh my God, it's Venus retrograde. Like this means this isn't going to work out. It is scary, but I also think that it's scary whether or not you do it during a retrograde. So as long as you are prepared and you know that it may not work out, uh, and again, regardless of retrogrades, like things are going to work out if they're meant to and they're not if they're not meant to, I think just remembering that really, really helps. So dot your I's, cross your T's read it twice think it over a couple times have those tough conversations multiple times really make sure that if you are making any decisions regard in, regarding your money regarding your romantic relationships regarding your aesthetics and regarding your just values in general that you are really 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 going deep and sitting with this and trying to understand if it is the right decision for you and know that um it may not be but time time will tell i want to get into what venus retrograde means for each of your signs and i'm doing this based on rising sign so if you don't know your rising sign you can easily just like look up rising sign calculator or look up your natal chart and rising sign is also called ascendant so if you know your ascendant it's the same thing so you can use your sun sign for this but typically when we're looking at things related to astrology and related to horse scopes you should be reading them based on your rising sign i am an aquarius rising so i always just read aquarius readings or i whenever i watch like horoscope videos i watch for aquarius i don't watch for taurus and i'll have the timestamps for these down below so let's dive in we're going to start with leo rising first so leo rising this is happening in your first house and first house is all about self it's all about appearance it's basically like just you and like how you show up in this world how you present yourself so this is a time where you, you know you may not want to make any like rash decisions uh when it comes to doing anything new with your appearance so like cutting your hair deciding to like completely switch up your style like going to get a very new experimental type of facial so things like that may not be what you want to do in this moment but again like I said lead with you know your heart lead with what you know for yourself you could completely switch things up when it comes to your looks and it could work out for you in this time but you know only you know that this is also a time of reevaluating who you're being and also if you're valuing yourself in the way that you need to be are you showing up as your unique self are you watering down your image in order to fit in this is a time when you need to actually like have kind of that return to self so this may mean that you have a moment where you're like thinking back and you're like you know what doing these hobbies or dressing like this or doing whatever it is is actually so me and I have been watering it down because I've been trying to fit in with this group of people and they think my style or my old style is like trashy but like I love it or they think it's like not cool but I really love it and so this is like a return to self this is a moment where as we're revisiting the past and as we're kind of revisiting you know the things in the past that have to do with Venus uh, rules matters you might just be thinking back to things that have to do with your true authentic presentation to self that perhaps you may not have been doing and so again we're also thinking about values here and it's like what do you value what do you really hold to be like a true representation of self and really allowing yourself to lead with that and you know if there are some things that don't feel aligned with who you know is your true authentic self then maybe allowing those things to fall away 
Okay, Cancer rising. This is happening in your second house, which is the house of income, income streams, budgeting, money, finances, uh, that kind of thing. So when it comes to Venus retrograde happening in your second house, are you being paid your worth in work? cancer okay are you being paid your worth in the things that you're doing so perhaps you have you know a side hustle and maybe you are undercharging yourself like are you actually you know or, or do you rather need to raise your prices do you need to say my work is so good like I am playing myself I'm downplaying myself by allowing myself to charge pennies for this thing that's worth like hundreds of dollars this could also be a time where you are sitting down and evaluating your finances and trying to understand are you overspending in certain areas or on the other end are you being super cheap about money because you have a ton of money fears and money worries that you need to work through or unrelated to money the second house can also do with like self-worth so are you undervaluing yourself in general in your relationships in work in life like are you showing up as this person and allowing people to sort of treat you in any kind of way allowing people to take advantage of you allowing people to kind of run all over you because you don't necessarily really like understand your worth and you don't necessarily stick by that so this is the time of revisiting when you didn't acknowledge self-worth and maybe that time is right now maybe this is the current season and maybe as you're doing this sort of diving deep and reevaluating self-worth and what that means to you you're realizing like oh my god I actually am not valuing myself in the way that I should be so some things got to give and some things got to change in this area or perhaps it is related to money and perhaps you're like I'm at this job where they don't value me or I you know have these clients and I'm allowing them to pay me pennies for my work that I know is worth more or maybe you're you know releasing your product or you have products and you're just not charging enough so actually sitting with that and making sure that you acknowledge the times where you didn't value yourself and if it the time is now that you're not valuing yourself allowing yourself to think about how you can change that how you can really get to a place where you are honoring your true worth because you know you are worthy and perhaps even though you know that you're just not moving in a way that shows that you know that you know what I mean Gemini rising the Venus retrograde is taking place in your third house which is the house of communication and just kind of like media that kind of vibe so this could be like a time when you are rethinking content on social media so for some of y'all like maybe you have a social media following or maybe you don't have a large following and your goal is to have a large following sorry about that my loves um maybe your goal is to have a large following and so as you are experiencing this retrograde maybe you're trying to think about okay what do I actually value and how can I really infuse my content with my values how can I show up in a way online and really let people know what it is I care about how I feel on certain about certain issues and allowing your values to shine through your content perhaps you have been on social media maybe do have a large following but you haven't really been talking about your values maybe you've just been you know doing things from like the surface level just kind of like talking about and not to say this is wrong or anything like maybe you have like a fashion account and you're like I love fashion I love talking about clothes I love posting my outfits but I also want to talk about sustainable fashion because sustainable fashion is important to me I value that I value um, sustainability as a specific thing and I want to infuse my content with more of the thing that I value, which is sustainability. For some of y'all, if you are working on a book or perhaps a podcast, this is also going to involve rethinking how you express yourself. So maybe you have a show or you're writing a book, but you realize like I am not showing up in the way that I want to. Or again, the values that I have is not really showcased in my content in this book or on this podcast and I want to make sure that my audience knows where I stand on this thing how am I expressing myself am I valuing my voice am I speaking up when I feel called to or am I allowing fears and other people's opinions to stop me from sharing my words and my thoughts if you have a book in you if you have a podcast in you if you have a content uh, plan in you if you want to start an Instagram a TikTok a threads I, girl, I don't know so many of these things out here but whatever it is that you want to start if if you want to express yourself and you want to show up and you value what you have to say, but you are afraid 
that other people won't value it or you are afraid of what they're going to think of you. This is a time when you're going inward and you're having that really tough conversation with yourself of why do I care? Why am I allowing the fear of other people's opinions to stop me from being my best self? to stop me from showing up and doing exactly what I want to do. Okay, Taurus rising. This is in your fourth house, which is home and family. So big one would be that a lot of y'all are rethinking where you want to live, okay? So if you are in the process of shopping for a new home, perhaps you're buying a home or maybe you live somewhere like a certain state or city and you're kind of like, I don't think I actually want to stay here. Especially for those of y'all who may be in like your hometown and perhaps like you grew up there, you've gone to high school, middle school, college, all the things there. And now you're a bit older and you're kind of like, you know, I always thought I would stay here, but like, do I actually want to stay in my hometown? Or do I want to move to a completely new city, a completely new state, a completely new country? You're actually having this moment where you are rethinking what it is that you value. And then you are taking those values and infusing it to help you understand where it is you want to live. So perhaps you value peace and quiet, or perhaps you value nature, or perhaps you actually value being close to like, you know, coffee shops and having it be a walkable city. I have a friend of mine who when we ever we talk about like where we want to live and stuff like that like she is like one of those people she loves a good walkable city like she wants to be able to like walk down the street to her favorite coffee shop walk down the street to you know her gym walk down the street to like wherever she is going versus in texas like at least where i live it's not like very walkable there are walkable places in dallas but where i live it's like i'm getting in my car and driving but i love that like i value my peace and my quiet and my air conditioning in my car. So I love being able to do that. So you are reevaluating, I guess, what your values are and then using that to help inform where it is that you may want to live. This is also rethinking like your like family life, your home life. And perhaps, you know, it's something that has to do with your house. Maybe you're doing remodeling or perhaps it has something to do with your family relationships. So maybe the way that you show up in your relationships, you're realizing you're not valued in a certain way and you kind of want to change that. Or perhaps you're realizing like, hey, I value family. And maybe you don't have a great relationship with your mom or your dad or your aunt or your cousin or whoever. And you're actually sitting with it and you're like, I want to change that because family is important to me. Having this person in my life is important to me. Building that community is important to me. So how can I actually take more time to build that relationship and cultivate that relationship in a way that reflects what I value? Aries rising, this is taking place in your fifth house. So we're talking about dating and we're also talking about creativity. So as you're leaning into this, this is about asking yourself, are there any creative ways that you wanna show up and have you been holding back from them? So perhaps we are understanding our values and maybe you realize that you value being creative or you value creativity in general and you want to really understand how it is you can allow yourself to dive deep into your hobbies and your your creative ventures without being held back or perhaps you're realizing like okay my creative ventures and my hobbies are really important to me how can I make sure that I am prioritizing this in my daily life maybe you know you used to do a hobby back in the day and it was so fun and it was amazing and you've let it go because you just feel like you don't have enough time but you're like actually no like I need to make time for this because this is something that really 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 matters to me also as we're talking about you know dating um this is maybe even rethinking how you date you know perhaps you're like I really want us this type of relationship or I really value these traits in a partner or these traits in my romantic relationship overall so how can I make sure that I'm dating in a way that is really attracting those types of partners if you are noticing that you are attracting partners that aren't really aligned with what you want in a future partner a long-term partner or maybe even you're realizing like hey I don't even want to be monogamous like maybe you want to practice a different way of loving. Maybe you're even reevaluating the type of people that you are attracted to. It could be that as well. Also, just rethinking values around casual dating. So whether you decide to, you know, go to the side where you're like, hey, I want to casually date. I want to, you know, casually have sex with people and explore my body and explore my sexual intimacy and the way that I understand my body in this way. Or perhaps you're like, hey, I've been doing the, the casual dating, the casual sex thing for a minute and I don't want to do that anymore. 
anymore. I'm reevaluating what that means and reevaluating what I value and perhaps changing that. Exes are likely to reach out for this sign specifically. So if you are an Aries rising because this is happening in your fifth house of dating, perhaps people that you either casually dated in the past or people that you know, maybe you like had kind of like a fun, lighthearted relationship with in the past may reach out to you. And uh, another piece to this is that you might also be rethinking your decision around children because the fifth house, like it's kind of like fun, creativity, dating, but also children as well. So this could be thinking about whether or not you want children. And if you were deciding to have children or to not have children, perhaps you're rethinking that decision. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to completely change your decision but sometimes during a retrograde that can happen but also sometimes during a retrograde it's a matter of just like really 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 diving deep and remembering what our values are understanding our values and being like hey do I actually care for this thing or do I feel this way now that I have more information about the world and myself um it can also mean like working on relationships with children that you have in your life whether that be your own children or perhaps children in your life that you are close to or who play like a pivotal role in your life like just rethinking what that relationship looks like for y'all Pisces rising this is happening in your sixth house which is the house of health so I talked about this in an Instagram post recently because I said I was in my sixth house um perfection year oh my gosh six house perfection year and so I'm kind of going through this in my life for my entire year of 29 but for Pisces rising you are experiencing this in your sixth house which again is the house of health and so it's kind of like health wellness fitness like that kind of vibe so you're rethinking all of this like perhaps it's do I have a fitness routine do I have a wellness routine and if I don't should I get one and if I get one what does it look like? So it is rethinking those specific values in that specific area of your life. This can also mean just kind of sitting with what you value when it comes to health and wellness and fitness and asking yourself questions like, am I fueling my body in the way that it deserves to be fueled? Am I treating myself kindly? Am I prioritizing my mental health? Am I prioritizing my diet and taking, you know, in taking enough water, taking my supplements? Am I making sure that even though I have this crazy, busy, hectic life, I'm on the go, on the go all all the time am I making sure that I am prioritizing my health because I'm realizing it does matter this can also mean just revisiting your habits in general and like allowing yourself to sit with your habits and really making sure that the habits that you have right now are aligned with the life that you want to live the person that you want to be and if not then this may mean just taking time to figure out what habits need to change what habits need to go and what habits need to be started in your life Aquarius rising. Hello, hello, friends. That is me as well. This is happening in the seventh house. This is essentially like the blueprint when you think of like Venus retrograde, because like whenever anyone thinks of Venus retrograde, we're thinking about like relationships and we're thinking about um love and romance and long term relationships. And I've been watching a lot of Love Island UK, as you can tell. But I think we all kind of think about that. But for Aquarius rising specifically, this is exactly what this is about for you. So this this is happening in our seventh house, which is our house of romantic relationships, but specifically serious long-term relationships. So if fifth house is like dating, like casually dating, like, you know, like, you know, what is it? 30, 30, 30, flirty and fun, like just out there having fun dating, whatever. Seventh house is like marriage. Seventh house is proposing. Seventh house is getting serious with someone. It's that energy. So when you're experiencing a Venus retrograde in the seventh house, this is you really rethinking the values um, that have to do with like what you want in a partner and specifically what you want in a long-term partner. This is saying, hey, you know, I've done the dating thing. I've had my fun. I am having fun, right? But I want to understand what I need in a husband, what I need in a wife, or perhaps you don't want to get married, but it, it, it's what I need in a long-term partner. I need to understand 
what I need to do, like how I want to show up for my partner, but also how I want them to show up for me. I need to understand what I want my marriage or my long-term relationship to look like. I need to understand how I need to be loved, what my love languages are, what my communication style is, what my attachment style is. It's really allowing yourself to dive deep into these questions that have to do with the serious nature of relationships, that have to do with establishing a strong foundation for a relationship. Again, with this one, exes are also very, very, very likely to reach out. I, you know, I've had moments where I think a couple people are trying to circle back or I think they're trying to circle back. And I was like, "Mm, not today. When you have Venus retrograde in the seventh house, you could also experience a breakup similar to the the fifth house as well. Not always, right? This is not always going to happen. So I'm not trying to fear monger. And I, again, I'm experiencing this. I don't want to go through a breakup, but I'm saying if you have a moment where you are reevaluating or thinking about your values, doubling down on what it is you value and really understanding what a long-term relationship, a powerful, a strong, a fulfilling long-term relationship looks like for you and you realize your partner doesn't look like that, your partner can't give you what you need, then you might break up. But I would also urge you to not do anything rash during retrograde. So if you are thinking like, I can't stand this, like I'm just fed up, they're not doing X, Y, and Z, then I you know again aside from toxicity aside from violence aside from all of that stuff I would just urge you to kind of sit with the decision after the retrograde is over and after the shadow period and really see how it is you feel because during this time it's again we're going inward we're having these conversations with self we're diving deep but sometimes we need to kind of sit with that and then have a moment of like resurfacing of coming out of the retrograde and actually processing what it is that we've gathered in our deep dive with self so that is is seventh house capricorn rising this is happening in your eighth house which is finances this is investing this has to do with like where you want to keep your money um retirement plans uh, how you want to invest that kind of thing so you may actually be re-evaluating or reconsidering how it is you want to invest the example that came to mind for me was you know when you invest in like big companies or invest in um like stocks and things like that you know, you might be thinking like, I, again, I'll go back to the example of sustainability. You might be like, I really value sustainability. And so I want to invest in companies that are prioritizing sustainable methods, sustainable practices. And you might kind of realize that even though, you know, it it is money, it's about making money, it's about growing your resource of money. You might realize that you really want to link it and make sure it's aligned with that value of like what you think you know, prioritize or not what you prioritize, but what you value, which again, in this example would be sustainability. This can also do with like sitting down and like revisiting your financial plans and diving into just kind of what plans you have laid out, like how you're planning for retirement, how you are setting yourself up for your future, that kind of thing, where you're keeping your money and how you're actually allowing your money to work for you. Eighth house can also do with like transformation. So when we talk about like eighth house and money and um, this can also do like death and transformation. So Scorpio ruled matters. This can be a time where you are trying to understand what transformations within self you want to prioritize in order to live your best life what things are you feeling like you need to give up or redo or kind of like how how do you feel like you need to transform the image that's coming to my head is like you are thinking or you're feeling like i need to push myself to become this butterfly and not like i guess i shouldn't say push myself i want to say like you might be feeling like okay it's time for me to become the butterfly. So you go into your cocoon for the retrograde period. And when retrograde ends, you emerge as that version of yourself, that butterfly, because you have allowed yourself to really lean into the transformation that you know has been waiting for you. So Capricorn rising, I think this will be a a really interesting time for y'all as well. Sagittarius rising, this is in your ninth house, which is foreign travel, higher education. So could just be, you know, rethinking travel plans, like really trying to understand where it is you want to travel or how you want to travel again with the example of sustainability if we are 
you know, prioritizing sustainability, perhaps you're like, you know, I don't want to fly as much. I don't want to go on airplanes as much. I want to really allow myself the ability to like possibly drive places. Or are there ways that you can, um, you know, do like van life for some of your, your vacations? Or how can you travel in a more sustainable way? So that value of sustainability may allow you to rethink your travel plans. Um, for other folks, like it could just be asking yourself like what you want travel to bring to you what you want travel to unearth in you rethinking your bucket list perhaps you had a bunch of destinations on there but maybe you were prioritizing them because that's what you thought was cool like I got to go to these places because everyone's going to these places I got to check them off the bucket list but when you sit down and you're like actually I value this or I value this you're like I don't want to go to these destinations. I actually want to go here instead because here would be more fulfilling to me. So kind of rethinking that bucket list. If you're in school, this may be a time of rethinking your major or perhaps you're like, maybe I'm only doing this thing, studying this thing because I thought I had to. I thought this is what would make me look smart. This is what would make people respect me. This is what I thought I needed to do. And when you truly sit with what you value, and sit with who it is that you are at your core and what it is that's important to you, you realize, actually, I don't want to study this. Or or on the other end, you sit with the values and you realize, I do want to study this. Like This is really aligned with me. So it could go either way, but you're really just kind of thinking about what you're studying or um, travel plans. Scorpio rising, this is taking place in your 10th house. So this is the house of career. This is the house of uh, public image. So how you show up to the public. So you might be rethinking your values and career and you might come to realize that perhaps the career that you are on, like the career trajectory that you're on is not a aligned with your values and that might make you want to change career trajectories that's a hard word to say perhaps you realize that you are on the the right path for what you want to do and it is aligned with what you want to do you could also just be rethinking like how you show up in the public eye and if that's aligned with the traits that you value so you know if you are someone that values again sustainability this has been the example all episode okay how are you showing up in the public eye are you making it known that that is something that you value is it very obvious and you kind of might be just thinking like okay are people seeing that are people like seeing you know that that version of me kind of similar to Leo rising in a way like are people seeing that true version of self seeing that true representation of the fact that this is what I value so a lot of like career stuff a lot of thinking about career and values and whether or not you are in a space doing work that is aligned with what you value Libra rising this is taking place in your 11th house which is the house of networking groups and community so this could be rethinking your network um might be you know easy enough example would be who you follow online who you're subscribed to on youtube who you follow on tiktok like who are the people in your social network your online social media network this could also be who you subscribe to in real life like who are the people that you are constantly interacting with or perhaps like what groups have you joined at work like you know how you have the um what are they called uh, ERGs um oh my god what is the e- employee resource groups at work like maybe you're thinking I I want to join these new groups because these groups are aligned with my values perhaps you didn't join them before but you're really coming to realize like you want to make sure that you are joining communities joining networks that are uplifting the things that you value and so you're rethinking what that looks like this may also mean that you are cutting some people off because as you're rethinking like community and network and values you might realize like ooh, the people that i hang around like ooh, some of these people mm -mm, they don't fit these values they're not aligned they're actually draining me they're actually taking my energy they're actually people that are not the type of people that value the things that I hold dear and near to my heart and you know it may be a situation where you're thinking do I actually want to keep these people around me do I actually want to be in their network perhaps there were people that you kept in your network because you've known them for so long like you know those people when you're like I have known this person for so long that it becomes less of a they're actually my friend they're actually like someone that i i value in that way but they've just been here for so long that they're like they're standard like you got you gotta keep them around right but now you're thinking do i actually have to do i actually want to 
and you're questioning whether or not they are good for you and whether or not they're aligned. Virgo rising, this is happening in your 12th house, which is the house of subconscious. It's the house of spirituality. So this is all about diving deep and examining what you value and whether or not that value or those values are contributing to possibly toxic traits so you might even be like evaluating what are your toxic traits what are your toxic habits what are you clinging to what are you um, like what limiting beliefs are you holding on to and if those things are not aligned with your values you may be like i need to let these things go maybe it is about reevaluating your spiritual practice as this has to do with spirituality as well so perhaps you're like you know i i don't do the things that I want to do for my spiritual practice. I want to take up yoga. I want to take up meditation. I want to take up tarot reading. And perhaps you haven't been prioritizing those things or making time for them. And now you're like, oh, I need to do that. Or maybe your routine right now involves doing certain things that no longer feel aligned. And you're like, I need to let this go. This is also about shadow work. This is about diving deep. This is about understanding what your values are. But not only that, it's about understanding why you value what you value. Diving deep into the subconscious and doing the shadow work involves understanding where those values were created. What specific experiences, whether they were in your childhood, whether they were early days for you or teenage days for you or even young adult days for you what specific experiences shaped your values and how did they shape your values and after that subsequently do you want to keep those values are they aligned with where you're going who you want to be how you want to show up or do you need to dig deep and do the shadow work in order to allow yourself to let those things go so my loves that is venus retrograde i just wanted to kind of give this uh quick i guess overhaul i want to know if y'all like this format if you do i can um do this format for some of the major things that are happening not all of them because if we had if we had to do it for all of the small things it would be all the episodes on this podcast forever so just let me know if you like this format of me breaking things down by rising sign i know i follow some folks over on youtube that do this format and i really enjoy it when i watch those videos or even when I read like the horoscope readings because it makes it a bit more personal. I know I do the energy reports and I try to kind of give examples, but obviously for those energy reports, every single transit that is happening, it happens in a different house for everyone. You know, it goes a bit deeper into like degrees and, you know, um, what is it called angles and aspects all these different things girl listen i'm 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 a little beginner beginner intermediate okay so i'm trying to like learn a bit more but i again have really enjoyed taking y'all on my journey to understand things like this and i think the houses is something that once i started to learn about them and, and really applied like just the houses to the transits and, and figured out where things were happening specifically in my chart it started to help me understand my life and my experience and my journey a bit more so again let me know if y'all like this format and I can keep this going for the major transits but thank you so 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 much my love for being here thank you for listening thank you for tuning in i will chat with you in the very next episode bye What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.